Greetings. Welcome to the Empowered Womb Healing Podcast. I am your host, women's wellness coach, doctorate of natural medicine, and doula, Odessa Thornhill. I've been working as a healer for almost 20 years. I offer natural holistic support to those who suffer from irregular and abnormal cycles, hormone imbalance, and chronic womb health conditions. I help my clients achieve concrete transformational results and vibrant health, mind, body, soul, and womb without the feeling of overwhelm from DIY holistic medicine. Each episode, I'm going to talk about different strategies and ways of thinking I believe each woman needs to have in place and be functioning from to be able to empower her self-care and feminine healing journey to cultivate and manifest a life of love, joy, peace, and happiness as a way of life not just a passing dream. My name is Odessa. I am a womb wellness coach, and I am here today to talk to you about looking for the right kind of tools for your womb wellness. I specifically specialize in helping women to prepare for pregnancy as one segment of the work that I do, but I am also working diligently to help doulas, health practitioners, and healers um, increase their level of awareness around their own self care for womb wellness and reproductive health and equip them with the tools to be able to support their clientele, their community, the people around them who are dealing with reproductive health issues or need to have communication and communicate with their primary caregivers in the hospital setting. So um, one thing that I notice that women are experiencing a lot of is fatigue uh, because of forcing because of forcing, because of wanting to do the work and be as effective as male counterparts. The way that women are taught to, you know, be women uh, as girls, as young girls, and the way that it shows up, you know, as a young teenager and as an adult can be very confusing because, you know, you're supposed to be seen and not heard. Little girls are supposed to be nice. You're supposed to be very giving. You're supposed to be selfless. You're supposed to, you know, do for others and not really do for yourself. And so you, a lot of women are walking around with these thoughts in their mind. And then when it comes to being in the world and wanting to achieve success in the work that you're doing and wanting to arrive at ranks in the kind of work that you're doing, you begin to force And so you start to grind and you start to be more aggressive because that's what your male counterparts are doing. It's a male dominant world, male dominated world. And so most people, women included, are expected to attack from the same kind of masculine energy. So, you know, fighting it out on your own, um, you know, slugging it out, uh, you know, getting the work done, um, grinding you know, burning both candles at the end, this is not the thing. This is not what's going to do it for you, especially if you are living with reproductive health conditions, especially if you are trying to heal, especially if you want to get more in connection to your feminine energy and understand what feminine energy is. Feminine is more of the yin quality. Yin means quiet, dark, slower, introspective, retrospective, spiritual, you know, um, Uh, A lot of these qualities, whereas masculine energy is more doing, going, light, forceful, you know, action. And when we can differentiate the two of them and see how we interact and interface with the two of them, then this can help us to determine where the energy leakages are. Because every male, every man, every 
person who has male organs and every person who has female organs energetically and chemically has both feminine and masculine energies in them. Depending on the level of trauma that you've experienced in your life based off of, you know, in utero trauma, um, you know, familial conditioning, societal conditioning, community conditioning, then this determines how you interface and interact with your feminine energy. Some women actually don't like being soft at all, right? Because of whatever experience they've had in the past with being soft and vulnerable and how they relate that to being a woman. And so these are the things that we're working through, right? So um, when you are behaving or moving from that independent superwoman syndrome and you're fighting to get it together, you're forcing, right? You're forcing your, your actions, you're forcing the energy, you're forcing, you're trying to slug it out, right? Um, and you might be experiencing health issues, but you never really act seriously on them. Right. And this is the problem. This is where that comes in, because it's like, well, I don't have time to be sick or my illness is not um, you know, serious enough for me to deal with. Right. Or the conditions that I'm working within, um, I can still be functional. Uh, so I don't necessarily have to slow down. And this is not this is not this is not the thing. This is we don't want to do this, you know. Um, and so this is not working because you end up burning yourself out right? You're forcing and you're pushing and you're trying to get all of the things together within the timeline, within whatever it is that you have to do to serve everyone, to do all of the things, but you're experiencing a level of burnout. And this means that your organs, the organs involved are now going to experience that leakage, that energy leakage, that chi leakage, that you know nutrient leakage, that mineral leakage, that energetic leakage when you are burnt out when you are pushing and forcing against, right? And so what happens is that there's an exacerbation of your symptoms, right? Your symptoms begin to exacerbate. You're more tired. You're experiencing more pain. You might be experiencing more of this or more of that, more nightmares, more stress, more waking up at night, you know what I mean? More, um, you know, uh, sugar cravings, uh, more carb cravings, right? Um, which means that, you know, there are deficiencies that you're living with that you're not addressing and you're, you're filling them with empty carbs. You're filling them with empty um, calories. You're filling them with, um, you know, um, what we would call um, STIRBs, short-term energy relief busters, right? Um, which are not going to actually give you the results you want, but they're going to actually reinforce your condition and worsen the situation. That's actually what ends up happening. So you've got to be careful of this because now you're going against the flow. Now it's a 100%, you know, like you're, you're completely fighting whatever it is that you're doing. So what you're doing is not working. And so, you know, this, that is not the strength of a woman. That's not the strength of a woman. And this is what we tend to rely on, right? It's like, well, and, and we tend to hold this as a badge, you know, well, I'm not well, I'm not doing good. I'm taking all these things. I'm taking all this food. I'm feeling really stressed. I'm doing all the things and I can't get it done, but I still need the time. And then we walk around with a sense of pride that this is what I'm doing because I'm still maintaining my house. I'm still maintaining my family. I'm still maintaining my job. I'm still helping everybody. And I can do all these things and I can perform like I'm like, where are we going? Where are we going with these things? This is what will put you in such a tailspin, right? Because it brings you right back to the starting place of being burnt out, you know? And a lot of times we're burnt out and we don't even know. So the point of this whole conversation that I'm having with you is, you know, like looking for tools and do these tools actually work? 
you know, um, because it's really simple. It's really easy to, and I always mention this, to pull from here, pull from there, you know what I mean? But not really applying the work and not getting the results that you want. So, you know, my first question to you is like, if you really are, if you're serious about this and you're trying to get it together, you've got to start asking yourself these questions for you to be able to make use of the tools that you're using for you to get value from what it is that you're trying to do um, and, and just make some kind of headway. Like the first thing is, do you even know your cycle? When we're dealing with our reproductive health, there are so many times, so many conversations I have, it's like, okay, well, when was the last day of your first period? And you don't know. You don't know when you're ovulating. You don't know when your period is. You don't know when your last period was. You don't know what your cervical fluid is. Like, like you have no idea what's going on, right? So you have got to know, you've got to know what's going on with your cycle. When it's starting, when it doesn't start, what it looks like, how it feels, like you need to know the details of this. It's your body right? Because we want to create harmony. And to create harmony, we have to be able to clarify where the chaotic points of tension are, okay? The next thing is you've got to prioritize your health. If you have something that is going to help you, if I give you a supplement that's going to help you and you are so grateful for this supplement and you take the supplement three out of seven days, the supplement is not going to work. It's not going to work. Because you are not using the medicine as it's intended. You are not prioritizing yourself enough to respect the medicine that you're taking, whether it was given to you by me, whether it was given to you by another therapist, practitioner, doctor, or whether you looked it up on your own. You're not giving the medicine the respect that it needs. I got to do a whole other video on respecting herbs and respecting the medicine. I mean, I can tell you there are people online who have a lot of influence and, you know, they want to show the masses that it's okay to take this herbal medicine and the herbal medicine does taste taste bad and they're making up their faces and, and coughing and spitting and all that stuff. That's a disrespect. Personally speaking, for someone who's been taking bitter, bitter herbs for the last 20 plus years, studying with them, getting to know them, that's a disrespect. Why? Because the synthetic medicine that you're taking is not giving you necessarily the results that you want and potentially complicating your situation more because of the layered kinds of side effects that you're having. So you turn to natural medicine, which is most of the time the active ingredients, the isolated active ingredients in the synthetic medicine. Put that to the side. So you're going to take the whole medicine, the whole plant, and you're going to take the plant, you're going to drink the plant, and then you're going to turn around and disrespect the plant and tell it, say, you don't tastes good. Me not really like you, you know, and set up your face. Like that's disrespectful. It's like, you know, looking a gift horse in the mouth, right? Like somebody giving you food because you're so, so hungry and you grab it off of their hand and don't say thank you. You know what I mean? Or you just, you start to eat and you're like, this is terrible. There's nothing else to eat, but there's way too much salt. So I just have to say that. Okay. Y'all, let's see a smaller video another one of my videos probably talking about that because this is something that I really have to get up in mind. So buying the things that you need and not actually using them in the proper way that's going to care for your body. So buying the products that you need and not really caring for your body. So you're not really prioritizing. So it looks good. It looks good because you can have conversations. I've had conversations with very high level people. You know, are you, do you have essential oils? Yep. Do you have the natural food? Yep. Do you have the creams? Yep. Are you doing the work? Nope. So what are you doing? I'm waiting to hear from someone to tell me what to do. 
You know what I mean? You have to have that self-drive. You have to be inspired by your own motivation and action to get your health together. Your health needs to be a priority so that you can use the tools effectively. Because if you don't do that, then you're going to use them and you're going to say that they don't work. Right. And let's just kind of clarify some things don't work because it doesn't match the constitution of your body. Your body might require something else. So that's one thing. But most of the time, for the most part, you can get, you know, some changes and some, you know, um, responses from taking different kinds of medicine. And so if you are not taking it properly or if you are taking the wrong thing for your body, you may not get the results that you want. Okay, so we have to prioritize your health. Okay. Because this is going to inform your practice, right? It's going to inform your practice. If you don't prioritize, like if you have a a job that you're doing, if you go to work every day, right. And you have a particular project that you have to complete. If you don't do the job properly, everyone is going to know this, right? This episode is brought to you by my signature program, the practitioners self-care and feminine healing training. Are you a doula, nurse, health practitioner, or healer? Are you living with unresolved reproductive health problems and want to understand deeply what's happening to your body? If so, you're gonna love today's sponsor, my premium program, The Practitioner Self-Care and Feminine Healing Training. Healing your mind, body, soul, and womb using my three-phase womb cleanse program not only helps you heal your hormones, it helps to set the stage for a healthy pregnancy, birth, healthy baby, and much more, as well as a more in-tuned, aligned, deep trust in your body. I created a quick womb health assessment to help you understand where the gaps are in your health and help offer direction on how you can move forward effectively on your journey. Visit my website, Cultivate Your Own, and my social media pages, Cultivate Your Own Wellness, to book a next step call with me and gain access to this womb health assessment. Once you've completed the assessment, we will hop on a call and discuss further so I can understand what your needs are and if you're a great fit for my six-month program. And let me tell you, it really works. Visit Cultivate Your Own Wellness and join the practitioner's self-care and feminine healing training today. It's really easy. It's extremely easy to buy $200 pants. Okay? It's really easy to buy $200 shoes. $100 shoes, and to eat $5 sandwiches and burgers, right? With food that is not healthy for you, that is full of saturated fats, that is, you know, going to make you gassy, that you know you're going to be constipated from, that you know is going to make you swell, that you know is going to do all of these things. But it's easier for you to fill yourself with empty fillers, with empty calories, right? And put that $200 on your next event or your clothes than it is to spend that on the food that goes inside of you. Now, let me tell you something. Just as your outer body feels the difference and the change when you're wearing like your house clothes or your pajamas to that really beautiful, you know, uh, branded suit that you're wearing, your, your outer body feels it and you glow and you look beautiful. But your inner body, your inner being will shine so bright, just like that diamond through your eyes, through your skin and through your energetic capacity when you begin to put that $200 medicine inside of your body.
Okay. And it's important for us to talk about this. Okay. Especially if you are a female practitioner, if you are a woman, if you're a doula, healer, health practitioner, and you want to be of service to your community, if you want to be of service to the women around you, you want to be more helpful, right? You have to embody the work. Okay. As women, we use excuses too often. I can tell you from myself, there was a moment where it was like, oh, I'm gathering all of this great information. I'm going to be able to share it with the people around me because I'm studying, right? So I'll just put it in my bag, put it in my bag, put it in my tool bag so I can pull out and hand to my clients. And then I was like, well, have I done the work? Have I actually embodied the work? Because I can tell my clients what to do. I can guide them on that journey of saying, okay, well, you take this medicine at this time, you eat this at this time, you do this at this time, you do this massage at this time, because I can theoretically walk them through it. But what about troubleshooting, right? What if I haven't done the work? I haven't experienced it. And so they start to experience secondary um, you know, results, secondhand, um, tertiary, um, you know, results from taking this medicine and doing these techniques. And I can't walk them through the work. I can't walk them through the work because I haven't done it myself. They're going through a healing crisis and I'm just here kind of troubleshooting in my mind, you know, going through my notes or potentially going back to, uh, you know, my teacher or my mentor, you know, and, and, and as opposed to me having gone through the work, having experienced the therapy, having experienced the processes and the methods of what this work entails to be able to hold them accountable. This is really, really like, it's such a crucial piece of the puzzle, especially as a healer, because there's too many people who don't want to do the work. Okay. And let's just put this to the side for a minute. Any healer, right, has probably gone through some kind of trauma. Anyone who's doing work and service to humanity has probably gone through some kind of trauma. So no, you may not have it all together and that's okay. But the fact that you're doing the work and applying the work is very helpful, right? So you setting that priority for yourself is key and crucial for these tools and this work to work for you, specifically for you. Okay. Another thing that another gap that we're, we're, I'm seeing, right? So I talked about knowing your cycle, knowing your medicine, knowing your body. I talked about prioritizing your health because this is going to inform your practice. And there's time commitment. Okay. You have to commit more than 10 minutes a day. You know, saying a 10 minute affirmation at night is not going to change, sweetie. It's not going to change the fibroid. Okay, waking up in the morning time and drinking one glass of lemon water is not going to stop your clotting. Okay, making sure that you have one salad in a day, right? Making sure that you have greens, you know, three times a week. This is not going to address the depression that you're dealing with, it's not going to deal with the PCOS, right? It's not going to make your energy level go up. It's not going to it's not going to do it because you need to commit more. You have to make a full commitment to the work, right, to be able to see it through from the beginning to the end and do it again and be consistent. We're not here to play. There was a moment where it was play, play. Oh, you know, you can do. No, you actually can't. OK, and I've said it before. Illness right? Illness is aggressive, whether it's you or whether it's your clients. Illness is aggressive. And if you are not a, a, a approaching this illness with the same level of tenacity 
right, that it has on your body holding on to yourself, I'm not quite sure what you're going to be, what kind of results you're going to get. I can't guarantee it. Okay, this goes for taking medicine. This goes for mindset, which is the next piece. Right. Like you have to value yourself. Am I worth it? You have to believe that you are worth it. And you have to believe that this work, you have to know that this work is going to bring you to another promised land. Not the land that you're in, but it'll bring you to a promised land. Maybe not the land that you wanted, but it'll bring you somewhere for you to be able to find a different terrain to work and renew um, you know, the, 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 the dedication that you have to yourself and to your healing. So valuing yourself and knowing, am I worth it to be able to do the work and stick to it? Do I have the time commitment? Because, you know, this little 10 minutes something or this little one month here of doing the work and falling off and saying you did something, it's not enough to move the needle. Prioritizing your health so that you can, you know, um, so you can give your body exactly what it needs, nourishing-wise, food-wise, loving-wise, so that you can embody the work. You can embody that work and offer it to your clients, and as well as knowing your cycle, knowing your own medicine, because your cycle is not the same as another person's cycle. You might start and stop the same day. You might have different kinds of you know, conditions or similar conditions, but your body, your constitution is not the same as the next person. And so understanding these gaps right, is going to help you when you're looking for the right healing tools and questioning if they're going to work for you. Because if you don't have it together, if you don't have yourself together, when you're going to use these, these tools and they're not working for you, we have an idea as to why, right? So the purpose of this whole work, the purpose of what I do is to create these healing environments through the three-phase, three-part womb cleanse that I created um, for myself when I was working on myself, when I was in the lowest of the lows. And this same work that I've translated and transferred to working with my clients, we walk through a three-phase process of the MAP, the Multidimensional Awareness and Assessment Protocol, which is understanding what's happening to you, around you, for you, by you, because of you, in spite of you, right? And looking at all of the different directions that you can take in healing that. Then we have the feminine flow, which is getting clearer on your own cycles, right? Not just your menstrual cycle, not just your menstrual cycle, but your birth cycle as well and how it influences your feminine energy and how it influences your menstrual cycle. Understanding um, your lunar cycles as well, right? The lunar cycle connects to the menstrual cycle, but your lunar cycle is very, very specific. What are your power days? What are your weak days? What is the strongest time of the year for you? What is the weakest time of the year for you? What is the best month for you? Knowing all of these different things, what is the best sign for you? What is the best season for you? So understanding this through the feminine flow helps you to connect a little more with yourself, deeper with yourself and your environment from an intuitive place and from a place of feeling empowered because you know Okay, I'm coming up on a bumpy phase right now. So I'm going to continue to watch and observe whatever it is that I'm going through, whatever it is that I'm living so that I can make 
better decisions so I can make different decisions, right? And the third phase that we walk through is the bomb method. And this is really getting you to have that level of body autonomy, body confidence, self-expressive, sensuality, and sexuality, that ability to connect and tap into yourself and hone in on that, on the jing, on the chi, on the prana, on everything. Right. So this is the basis of the three phase womb cleanse that we're offering. Um, This is how I work with my clients. um, And this is what I'm going to be teaching participants in the program right now. We have um, a pretty good group of uh, ladies who we're going to be uh, traveling through this process together. And then I'm also going to be teaching them deeper breakthrough um, healing techniques um, in assessing, in, um, you know, energy healing um, and understanding the chakras and understanding, you know, the feminine energy as well and herbs and nutrition. Like we're going all in in this program. So if this is something that you feel called to participate in, if this is something that you are interested in, you feel called to work with women you, you know, do not want to go through the DIY curve. This was another reason why I created this program, because that DIY curve is dangerous, y'all. Like, I did it. I did it. You know, like, I've been doing this work. I've been studying. I took my first official credited program 20 years ago, and I've been going ever since then, taking many, many different thousands and hours of programs and studies on my own. And that DIY curve is a bitch, let me tell you, man, I'm so happy to be able to offer women um, a direct uh, path to the results that you're looking for, to learning the work, to integrating the work, to understanding the energy, to embodying the energy, you know. And so within this um fertility, uh, sorry, practitioners, uh, self-care and feminine healing training. So within the feminine healing training, we walk together for six months. And during that six month process, you also have extended access um, to me for uh, a couple of months afterwards to be able to integrate the work. Uh, We hold you accountable through monthly Yoni steams, through weekly group calls, through um, our student portal where you can access pre-recorded content, um, templates that will be there to help guide the process, as well as a 136-page workbook that I have been, you know, working on. I still have more stuff I want to add into it. I don't even know how how many pages this thing is going to be by the time I, you know, feel like the program is really seasoned because there's always so much more energy. Um, but I'm just really excited to be able to offer this and walk through the process uh, with those women who trust me. And if you are interested, if this is something that you are interested in, I implore you, I want to invite you please 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 head to the link in my bio um, and just click on that application link and fill it out so that you and I can hop on a suitability call so we can understand where the gaps are in your wellness and if this program is a good fit for you before we hop on our call you're actually going to be receiving a womb health assessment and I'm so proud of this benchmark assessment this is for um 
for any prospect, any person who's interested in this work, and it's going to help you get clear on what the gaps are in your own process. And if this work is going to be help you to get clear on if this work that I offer is going to be a good fit for you. So you'll watch that video and you'll take a little mini quiz and you'll bring those answers to our suitability call. And we can have that discussion to see where you are and how you want to move forward. So I am looking forward to hearing from you. I bid you all a wonderful day, afternoon, morning, or evening, wherever you are. I have finished my uh, my overnight postpartum shift. And so I'm about to uh, just go and clean myself up and go to bed and just get some rest before I get up to take care of more clients today and uh, go get my babies from daycare. But I always enjoy coming here and sharing with you all. If you have any questions or concerns, please feel free, comment and, uh, and share with anybody you think can enjoy this. Y'all take care and I'll talk to you again. Be well. Be inspired to do for yourself what you would do for someone else. Be inspired to do for yourself what you would do for someone else. Get up off your bed and walk. Your time is now, so don't be fooled. I see you questioning the simple signs. Step out of line, it's time to move. Hey, 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 oh. Be inspired to do for yourself what you would do for someone. What you would do, what you would do for someone Be inspired to do for yourself What you would do for someone else